Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So we've just spent the past few episodes learning about how magical beings we can be when we're in 5D. Yeah. yeah. And we all get there by killing our karmic realities, right? Where we're effectively burning out our karma, our fear, and our egos. Yeah. And so we can become... That's all. If you think about it, it's not easy, but it is quite simple. But that is enough just to get us to 5D. You don't have to go and perform any rituals you don't have to go to a mountaintop and you don't have to go on any a year-long sabbatical through the world it doesn't take any of that burn out your fear reclaim your power understand that your identity will constantly shift as you do yeah and as a result start living your purpose and everything else starts to fall into place it really is that simple and once you do that you you become a 5D magical being, right? They, the two go hand in hand, and that's really awesome. So this whole end of days thing that I think we talked about earlier in the season, the 2024, 2026, the world is ending. Is it ending? What the fuck is going on? The 3D tent poles are all coming down. Does any of that matter? Like, And I know, I feel like you asked that question one time. Like, if I'm all happy and magicking my life and just doing cool shit like does the rest even matter right like can why don't i just go off in my corner and just live my life and just let everything kind of fall apart the thing is it does matter we do need to care about that i know we've said before you just do your 5d thing and let the rest crumble right but we don't get to and that's how it is meant to be where we're building 5d and helping to create that stuff. But we do also need to pay attention to what's going on on the other side of the room because it will impact us. It impacts us because as we've said before, if we can get as many people to consciousness, just basic consciousness, we're winning. And I don't mean winning the war. I just mean that we are succeeding in terms of this 3D to 5D shift, which is all a matter of consciousness. We would love for higher consciousness to be a part of that equation. But if it's not at the moment, we can live with that. But if consciousness is effectively not being spread, as in if the world keeps imploding, there's going to be very little to create from okay. or to create for. That's why it matters to us. Because you need something to create from. You can't create nothing. From, you can't. Rebuilding from nothing is hard. Because not only are you dealing with the physical reality of nothing in its place. I mean, some might argue a blank slate's great because then you can just... And we talk about blank slating your life a lot. Yes, it's true. But you need energy. You need consciousness to be able to enable creation. If you don't have any of that, the blank slate remains a blank slate. So Because you're not destroying or creating because there's just nothing. There's, there's nothing, nothing left to destroy. And so there's nothing left to create with. Exactly. What can you really build from if so much is destroyed? Because mm. also what... what ends up happening in that level of destruction, which is so catastrophic, is the destruction of spirit, right? And and then you get into a place of despair, and then people people just basically just trying to stay alive, maybe. Yeah, but with so much trauma. Yeah. Yeah, that we're having to wait for subsequent generations in order to heal that trauma before we can even move forward. Yeah. Right? I mean, think about it. Like, being an expat here, I can still say that y'all are really traumatized from the psalm. 
Like how many people recount that story over and over and over again? I mean, no one is over World War I, yeah. let alone World War II. I mean, you've got two great wars that were fought with so many casualties that it is still embedded in your general populace's consciousness, right? And you, everybody's still wired for that storytelling that it takes a really long time and multiple generations to be able to heal that. So when we're thinking about all the destruction that this end of 3D is creating, we're also going to really have to deal with the aftermath and all the trauma that that end is, you know, that that yeah. end is sort of spreading. Yeah. And so that's why we're saying it. But if we can really get that consciousness raising as opposed to sort of running stagnant or dropping, we're going, we're, we're going to be doing better. Mm. But I guess also, like, no person is an island, so what impacts one will always impact always all of us, to always. some degree or in, another. Yeah, in the famous words of your poet, John Donne. I know, you keep quoting things that I should know and don't go on. <laughs> I'm obsessed I had to remember what Battle of the Somme was. It took me, like, ten seconds to be like, what was that? Oh, yes, yeah, okay. No, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, then I was so like, many oh, films. God, that was a really sad story. Oh, gosh, it was devastating. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. It's it's devastating. Yeah. And But like, it will. It yeah. will always impact. Always. we are one, right? So... What impacts one of us impacts all of us, which is why we keep saying, be like, strive for your happiness, because having one happier person, the collective means the collective as a whole is happier. Yeah. Having one more traumatized person in the collective means the collective as a whole is more traumatized. Mm-hmm. And so you need even more happy people and on and on and on it goes. And it's something that I know I've spoken about a lot is that actually the devastation that going through my karma wrought on my life, it is a very simple process, but a lot of my relationships had to fall away or seemingly fall away mm-hmm. and I had to go dark and I had to do a lot of shit that really fucking hurt. And more than that, when I lost my identity, when I lost a lot of my ego, that was shattering who I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And until I was able to really be okay in the uncertainty of I can be whoever I will be, yeah. it, it caused, it was, it was not easy. And I'm still sometimes, and I know we spoke about this a lot in season seven, you know, we spoke about my eating disorder stuff. We spoke about my like suicidal stuff. Like there was a lot of shit that I had to go through. Yeah. And that does stay until you're able to heal it. Yeah. So, and we're, and and the thing is, as we always say that there is not, it's not like we're creating new pain. Mm -hmm. We're just almost reliving the unhealed pain over and over again. Yeah. So I'm not saying that. It's causing more suffering. I'm just saying it's prolonging existing suffering. Yes. And that's why we were asking people to heal their shit. Because the more you heal your shit, the more it makes a difference. So yeah, being conscious in ourselves matters, as we've said. It's how effectively you heal. We've spoken about this loads of times now. I don't need to go on about it anymore. Living our purpose, because in doing so, you infuse your world with joy. And you know know, you're, you're in your sweet spot. I don't know how else to explain it other than that. Yeah. You know, you live in your sweet spot, but also in doing so, for some, they're serving the collective just by being that extra happy person in the collective. Yeah. But for others, it's really helping bring our world into that space. Yeah. But weirdly, what I've noticed that you've kind of stopped saying 5D oneness. And I don't know why. You're just kind of going from 3D to 5D, and I don't know why. Yeah. It's because we really are, now that we've moved far along enough in our learning right? And what we're sharing that it's not about oneness anymore. It really is about fifth dimensional consciousness, which is oneness is only an aspect of is one aspect of, I mean, that was the gen it's the gentle way of moving into 5d. So as we're talking about karma, 
as we're talking about moving out of that and divesting ourselves of our egos and stuff, we're coming into oneness. It's very gentle, right? It mm -hmm. sounds really nice. Yeah. And yeah, because we're at oneing with ourselves. Consciousness. Right? It's consciousness. It's beautiful in that respect. It's one of the most accessible features of the foundation of 5D. But there are others such as respect and... Harmony. Harmony and fun. Yeah. I remember that one now. Good. And those are a lot less less accessible when you think that, A, your world is all pain and despair because then you can't allow yourself to have fun and you don't believe that fun will continue. Yeah. Harmony or your and, idea of fun is toxic and self-sabotaging fun. And then the, the other big one, obviously, is respect and tolerance and mm -hmm. being unique. And yeah. in a world where we've been told that there's a right and a wrong polarity, being an outlier means being an outlier. We don't really know the true meaning of being tolerant we don't really know the true meaning of respecting another we don't really know the true meaning of seeing the divine in people we can't stand yeah and not in a kind of like peace and love we're all a hippie way but in just like you do you babe you doing you has no impact on me yeah right which is even harder when you were in more intimate relationships yes absolutely but and it's it's funny we say that no person is an island and yet yeah. <laughs> you know you can still do you yeah <laughs> and you doing you still does not impact me that's like that's actually a really elevated way in which one can exist and we have not been able to do but exactly i don't know you know in any partnership in any relationship whatever it is allowing the other person to be beautifully themselves but still coexisting with them and taking the beauty of the connection, it's difficult. We always you know, try and mold the other person to be who we want no, them to be. you'd be surprised. I actually find that it's really easy because you're only going to attract those who share your values. Now, remember, relationships in 5D are all values-based. So if your foundation of your, if the foundation of that relationship, whatever it is, even if it's like a working collaboration like ours, even if you and I have somewhat different worldviews, we share enough of these values that yeah. it's not a problem. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think kind of what you're, what you're talking about or what you're imagine, imagining are a couple of people or however many who have diametrically opposed views trying to come together. That may not actually happen and mm. that's okay. We don't need to. But we can hold space that other people do have diametrically opposed opinions to us and that doesn't make them any less of a person. No, not at all. Exactly. But so then, we are ready, as we've moved through this, we are ready to start seeing everything in a much broader, more expanded way that we don't have to talk about just oneness and at oneing. But to get there mm -hmm. does require us to end where we were. And I'm wondering mm. whether that's why we're seeing so many like apocalypse predictions coming out of the woodwork like the whole like Nostradamus stuff of late yeah you know where we like you know a lot of stuff are coming about like Judgment Day like we're here and when I hear about it I kind of think to myself well yeah this world is ending mm -hmm. and we're about to move into something else just like on a personal level when I was in my karma and I was in everything and I was so worried about change and everything it felt like a death and I didn't want a time to run out on me but in some ways time did run out on the person who was stuck in 3D okay she did die and someone new was born in her place, just remaining in body. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, I kind of think that's what's happening on a bigger scale, if that makes sense. But is there why there's been so many kind of predictions now about like Judgment Day and like apocalypse? Yeah, isn't it funny how everything was like 2020, right? Much yeah. like the 2012. And then 2021 yeah. came and then everyone, and then people were joking. There was those memes. Was it really 2012 or was it just 2021? And people inverted the numbers. We've been swimming in these apocalyptic years for a few years now. I mean, I would say that it's been since 2019 that 
we've been sort of what's the, <laughs> we've been greeting the apocalypse because it was never like a wake up one day and the world would be on fire. It was always going to be a series of events that would be forcing us to come into consciousness and make the choice. Do we want to continue to live in separation or are we going to choose oneness, right? Are we going to continue to allow 3D consciousness to rule our lives? And or fuck us over. Are we going to be willing to try for fifth dimensional consciousness? Yeah, which yeah. on a much more like less spiritual speak is just, are we going to look at all the systems and things in place that have kept people in fear and out of their power and, and enslaved and enslaved and choose something else. Yeah. So exactly. whether it is choose a, freedom. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like, oh, you know, like go onto the streets and brave hard the shit out of this. That's not what I mean. <laughs> or purge. Yeah. It <laughs> looks more like the purge. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean anything like that. I just mean like, you know, I don't need that to rule me anymore. I can make my own choices. I can take all the best bits of my life and enjoy them, mm -hmm. but I don't need to they don't need to come at a cost. Right. Effectively. Or any more than what I've already paid, exactly. which was already too much. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think like, you know, I can't talk about separation anymore. Like, honestly, I just don't have the energy for it. I'm really sorry. But I do think it's just about being able to really learn. Can I just follow my heart and will I be more than okay as a result? Yeah. Can I just follow my heart or in other words, can I also just do what I know is best for me to my very core, mm. right? Like for some who might find following their mm. hearts, like an uncomfortable phrase, it really mm. is about following and always doing what is best. Even if, as you've said in before, you know, even if it makes you an outlier, mm. even if it means it makes you unpopular. Right. And the thing is, I just think it's really important just to add here, like, and I used to say this a lot. I remember we're not ready until we're ready, right? Sometimes you need these big things. Like the whole point of the fuck this moment that we talk about mm -hmm. is that for me anyway, the first time it was like anything is better than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to get to that point, which means that like, it's not like if I don't, you don't take one opportunity, then you miss the boat forever. Like I know in last episode, we were talking a lot about like fate and the intersections of fate and how things move and choices and things like that. And luckily for magic, we can quantum leap them anyway, apparently. But in general... <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to my next quantum leaping yeah. <laughs> adventure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But like in general, it doesn't, it, we're not saying that there is only one chance for something. It is not a test you can fail. It's not something that you can make no. the wrong choice. When you're ready to make it, you make it. When you're not, yeah. you're not. And that's part of the kind of tolerance yeah. harmony thing. And being at one with oneself is knowing when the time is right. So you're you. not going to like what I'm about to say. You're going to disagree with me. No, I'm not going to disagree with you uh, at all. I'm just going to kind of caveat what you're saying, yeah. right? Which is because the apocalypse is pretty much happening. Yeah. It is in real time. It is not over. It will be over by 2024. Again, it's a series of events. Wait, wait. Start of 2024 or the end of 2024? No, it will end. So the apocalypse will end in 2024. In 2024. Yes. Sorry, just you, you know the timings. I like being specific. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> several months. By what? The... Yeah, yeah. It's like several what does words. several really mean to yeah. you? Because <laughs> well, it just means God something entirely it. different. So when you, when you say the apocalypse will end by 2024, you mean as we go into 2025, the apocalypse will have ended. Correct. As in, we will have seen the series of events, which we could term the apocalypse which is the ending of 3D and the, the destruction of the 3D tent poles. That will, so 2024 will herald the end of that process in those series of events. 
And in that time, we will face the choice. Do we want to continue in that destructive phase or are we going to be willing to go the 5D phase, which is the, can we build from this? And how do we make that choice? Is it a personal choice or is it? Well, we, it always starts with the individual choice. I want more than what I have now. Yeah. Even if it's unfamiliar, even if it's uncomfortable, but I can recognize that there are possibilities that lie ahead, which I may not necessarily fully see or understand. Is it like, is it like a cosmic vote? It is a cosmic vote. Yes. Effectively. Yes. Because it is based on consciousness. So then what happens if the vote goes to, nah, F, you know, fuck by Yeah, I'm okay. What happens? Well, we're eternal beings. We're because con- we are consciousness. Yeah. So, I mean, we just live out our lives the best we can and humanity will just eventually cease to exist. Oh, wow. That's real depressing. Well... I mean, that would take a long, long time. Let's be fair, okay? People are still giving birth. You know, it's it's not like it would happen tomorrow. Again, like when people sort of envision ap- the apocalypse or judgment day, it's like it all happens in a day. We have 24 hours to make a decision, right? Or mm. it's purge time and then we all go back. It's more like, no, it's, it's a series of choices, as you said, that you make in your life. Do I want things to get better? Am I willing to make the active choice to make it better so I'm no longer its victim? And can I keep doing that for my betterment? And I'll just keep going and going from there, right? But at some point, humanity has to make a choice. It either wants more than what it has, than what it knows. Or it goes back to what it's always known. But if it does go back to what it's always known, it will eventually destroy itself to the point of no return. Okay, that makes sense. Which was the whole point of this to stop that from 5D. Happening. Exactly. And because if we kept going in the 3D way, again, humanity would just destroy itself. Again, I think we said this in this season too, technology will become so advanced that humanity's survival cannot be maintained. But we can't sort of keep trying to reinvent the wheel, right? Which is why we can't stay in 3D anymore either. So the only way in, in which humanity can really not only survive, but grow and evolve is if we have a major consciousness shift and I don't mean to sound I mean I really I was like so excited that this season I didn't I wasn't the doom and gloom person anymore Too late. and like you asked like well if the choice isn't made by 2024 can it be made in 2026 like and the answer is yes of course we can always individually and collectively keep making these choices toward 5d but then we and I don't mean to sound this like in this negative way but then we're not availing ourselves of the opportunities that would come if we got there sooner. Yeah, as all, as anything. So we keep dragging ourselves across the finish in a way in which we just don't end up having the energy required. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, well, I have this. Well, I do this. Well, sure, you can. And you might get there, of course. But as I discussed in the previous episode about the big tapestry of fate, the longer we take in a particular segment, just kind of looping and looping, we don't get to veil ourselves of the other part of the tapestry in which the cool stuff really exists, right? And what are we doing then for all these new generations that want to come through and help humanity and introduce new concepts and build this 5D framework? They may not even bother to come in because where, is the, where are the opportunities going to yeah. exist for them, right? Yeah. And so everything ends up having this knock-on effect. And I don't say that out of fear, like, okay, everybody hurried up then, so you make room. Well, you can only do it when you're ready anyway, so what can you do? Yeah, but the goal would just be to get ready then. Can you yeah. just get there, please? Just try. Why not? What do you have to lose at this Well, can you juncture? just listen? 
Listen to yourself. Listen to what's going on around you. And this is what you said. I mean, people come into it in their own time, and it does take time. In divine time, it means nothing. But in human time, you know, we are, you know, everybody thought the apocalypse would take a day. And here we are like, oh, really? Since 2019, we're, this is, this is the amount of time. Like, I remember, I remember Ellen, you know, I've been getting her cosmic times since late 90s. And a lot of the stuff she was saying, you know, you would, she was so far ahead of her time. I was like, but isn't that going to be happening now? And sure, a few years later, then you would see it. And you think, oh, okay. So then I started to understand that often, sometimes what comes through takes a lot longer to sort of see in the physical realm. So a lot of these changes, we need this consciousness shift to happen so those, those changes can actually surface if, when they need to. Yeah. You're like priming the soil. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So has there been a choice? No, I mean, as of now, the choice has not yet been made. As in collectively? Yeah, no. Because it's not like one person who's making choices. It's like a vote. No, it's collectively. I mean, again, we're looking for scale. We really need to tip so the scales on So how many people have this. made the choice so far? Less than 1%. Most people have not chosen. They're still on the fence is how we would describe it. So okay. for the, for the, in terms of the people who have decided yes they want change you're looking at about 0.8 percent okay and what percentage do we need to get to about 20 percent that's actually not that much it's not really a majority vote no it's not again you just need scale you just need and i think they said that in a previous episode you just need enough people yeah who can help carry the energy so basically anyone who's doing any work like this like power to you right now yeah exactly yeah okay fine Okay. Yeah, which is why in the previous episode, it was really important to talk about which is coming out. And 5D is going to take lifetimes. We've said that before, but this was the critical lifetime. Hence why the apocalypse has happened in this lifetime. Yeah. So we can make the choice for future lifetimes and future generations. So anyway, so it's like often when critical choices are being made, we're going to be forced to weigh the pros and cons. I mean, it's easy when you've done the work and you've done the karma work and the fear and the ego stuff. It just comes naturally. When you are in higher consciousness, the choice is made effectively, right? I am just going to follow my divine path. But I remember, you know what? I remember knowing that I had to make a choice and it was the end of 2019. Mm. And it was like, oh, in hindsight, like really not a big deal. But it was the idea, am I ready for 5D? I cried about it. I remember. I was so oh God, fucking dramatic. <laughs> And it was, it wasn't even like a, it wasn't like, oh, it was just like about doing something really small and like, it wouldn't have been a big deal. It was something really simple, but I cried about it. And I thought that if I made a different choice that my whole world was going to be forever over. And effectively Mm -hmm. I did it because I felt I had to, but it was not like, it was not ironically by choice. You know what I mean? It was something stupid, like sending a text or, or, or accepting something, or it was Mm. something really small, but I remember it and it was like. I can't, I know, it was really weird. I forgot about that, but I remember that now. Yeah, it was like, so I get it. I get it. It's really hard to choose the unknown. It's really hard to be like, all right, will I survive? Especially since in 3D, humanity was all about survival. Will I survive when I don't know what's coming? It's definitely something that I still deal with quite a lot. Yeah. You know, like, will I survive if I open my heart up in this way? Will I survive if I'm this vulnerable? Will I survive Mm -hmm. if I talk about witches on a podcast? Like, it's normal. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it is all very scary. How else will you know you'll be okay if you don't know you've got your own back? Mm. and to take it one step further to know that you are the universe so therefore the universe has your back too yeah but 
what happens if in my personal when I started actually like kind of walking the walk rather than just like wishing and daydreaming that one day I could things Mm -hmm. started slotting into place is that going to be the same thing on a more global level absolutely absolutely I mean it won't be simple like as as humanity kind of weighs the pros and cons of 3d 5d we're going to be swinging along with it just watching it all kind of play out like you know kind of getting bitch slapped you know oh how about fighting a skirmish over there let's let's play out the destructiveness of war one more time let's just kind of see was that a good idea you know let's it's it's going to be like we're just going to see all these ways in which will play out so people can kind of understand again like if i make this choice how ugly is it going to get yeah. Yeah. And so we're just, uh, and that's, that was the, that's the point of these days, right? Yeah. But when it's a yes. The 5D framework building can really begin and we'll start seeing movements toward cooperation. It's not going to be smooth or easy though, where I think, I think the Pollyannas who imagine 5D are like, oh my gosh, so we're all just going to be holding hands. Well, only 20% yet. of people have said yes. You've got 80% of people who haven't. <laughs> Well, there's always going to be a percentage of people who are just going to stay on the sidelines and just do whatever the majority does, right? That's not going to necessarily change. And if it is a no, if we don't get critical mass? Then stasis will rule. And if stasis ends up ruling, the evolution will revolve entirely around technology as opposed to consciousness. Like, so for example, you know, at the moment, we have so much technology, but we're still playing out the same issues, you know, of like greed and fear and the way we handle sex and the way we handle kids and the way it's just another platform for which we play out all our bullshit yeah so that's what will continue happening so technology will evolve but we won't be using it any better no exactly and so the more it ends up evolving our um humanity cannot be sustained because we won't be able to keep up with it okay you yeah. said that before, and it makes me sound like the robots are coming to get us. Because <laughs> um, okay, this is all feeling quite downer, like do all It is, and, I, and I really feel, I hate that. I hate it so much because we've been like, I swear, after like one of our episodes, I was like high for like six hours. Yeah. I felt so good, and I felt, dare I say, magical, mm. that I was like, yes, this is a season where I can like be the bearer of good news. And now I'm like, why are we having to record this one? But I do think part of that has a lot to do with this is why we all need magical people in our lives, in our world. And we need them out there and sharing their gifts and bringing what they can to humanity because that was the whole point of coming into body as witches and warlocks. But it is. It's the reason why it's time for everybody to come out of the closet and live their magical lives and spread their joy and spread their light and just have fucking fun. Don't just stay home and contemplate your misery or navel gaze or start scratching at another wound just so then you can just explore another trauma. Just so you can feel like you're doing something. Go do something. Exactly. Actually, just go do something. Well, I think we all want to live in joy. That's why we're scratching at all the trauma. So not that I would ever say, you know, it's not about spiritual bypass, but the more you live in joy, the joy begets joy. Yeah. And the easier it is to actually then examine some of that stuff. Now, we're not talking about escapism where then you never self-examine. But the two can go hand in hand. Yeah, you, if you're not coming from a place of woe is me, you can look at something far more objectively and move on much faster. Yeah. Be like, oh, cool, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. And that's the end of that one. Right, or at least kind of intersperse the joy 
between the misery. So that way it's not just all straight misery. Nobody yeah. wants, I don't want to see anybody go through that. Yeah. And also if like, we're going to keep talking about 5D being about harmony and fun and joy and all these magic and all these really cool things, we actually have to embody it yeah. so that more people want to choose it. Cause otherwise there's no upside. Cause we're saying work through your shit and be marginally happier. No, <laughs> no one's going to choose it. Especially if we're like weighing up pros and cons. It's going to be like, you see how I live. You see how happy I am. Mm-hmm. You see how much joy I have and how like great my life is. Come join me on this side. Yeah. Give people a pro. <laughs> no? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's only upside to spirit and our divinity, right? I mean, that's kind of how you would say it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like just oh go God. have Fuck fun. Off. You're like, just I just have fun. And I'm like, yes, there's upside to our divinity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so lame, man. <laughs> I'm so boring. I'm so sorry, but that's not that we can't finish with there's upside to our divinity. It's if you go and live. I guess the more you live, the more you are likely to move the needle towards more joy. Just the more joy there is in the world, the more joy people, the more joy you will choose and the more joy people will choose because they're having more fun with you. Therefore, they're experiencing more fun. Therefore, they want to experience more fun on their own. I mean, it's just a multiplier effect. Just go live your fucking life. Can end on go live your fucking life. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.